It's a rare condition. It's called AIDS. When Magic Johnson got it, we all thought he was gay. If there is a cure, it'd be from God's design. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, then there must be some magic cure inside those deep state walls. Cause all I see are medical fees. My whole family's victim to HIV. We relive horrible times, but make hilarious memories. We're consciously monetizing our traumas and our friendship. We also talk about smart guy stuff sometimes. We know the show's got a stupid name. Welcome to Always Very Always. Do you want to talk about Kanye? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's yeah. just. I'm serious. Let's just completely skip that. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> uh, I do want to. I do want to mention something. I forgot. We didn't record. We weren't recording at this time. But you were talking about that. Like it was like four. Like like a month ago. Now you were talking about that Vince Staples album. Oh yeah, yeah. Ramona yeah. Park broke my heart. Yeah, and I'm like, I didn't know where Ramona Park was, so I thought it was in reference. I was like, oh, Ramona Park, the chick from Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. And you're like, no, it's a place in Chicago. Her name is Ramona Flowers yeah, also. Yeah, Ramona Flowers broke my heart. Yeah. But she did. Millions of men across the nation. I know, right? That's all I wanted to bring up about that. I just thought Ironic. it was funny. People needed to know that. Something funny about that, too. I remember um, me and my scene partner for the playoffs, and she was... Uh, she was trying to get, get me to understand the, the vibe she wanted to see to have. And she's like, you ever seen Scott Pilgrim? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, she's like, you know, it's just like they're, they're, they're Canadian. It's cold. You know, it's kind of kind of kind of funny, surreal. And I'm like, you know, it is kind of similar if you think about it. So, you know. Is this the shoe one? No, the other one. Oh. The whole play is set in Maine, Mark. Like, Far, far north. I understand, end. but what, what was... I don't see the Scott Brogan connection with no, that character. No, just the humor of the show in general, not necessarily the, um, the scene or the character. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> look. Y'all actors be different. <laughs> <laughs> and look, obviously, I was not trying to be Scott Brogan. It's weird to describe it, but like that's the vibe. All right. Mark, like, all right, you, you artsy types, y'all. <laughs> Since we have everyone's full attention right now... I have to uh, mention that I am broke. We're broke. And we would really like money. Broke. I'm broke as a joke. Oh, yeah, you do have a job. I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, broke. What? Broke. That's like two tax brackets above me, bro. I'm broke. Oh. Well, we're starving like Marvin over here. We're minus, bro. I'm not broke. I'm minus. Can we, uh, can you go to the please, please, <laughs> please go to patreon.com slash say it again say it again please i'm on my hands and knees i'm begging the lord up high to please donate to the goddamn (laughs) patreon.com slash always shameless bro shameless we lowered (laughs) we lowered the the fucking brackets it's like it's not five and ten anymore it's three and five we're basically giving it away (laughs) all this content there's like 30 hours of content on here and you can get more of it for three you can get all of it for five and on top of that we got we got these cool goals 
that we could hit when you give a certain amount of money, when collectively y'all give a certain amount of money. So at 100, we'll start doing video podcasts so you can see us uh, talk and also the stuff that we're looking at as well. Yeah, Mark Anthony fakes revealed. Yeah, I mean that's already been, that's already happened. Shh. Yeah, they yeah they don't. Dante's face reveal. Yeah, that's probably I mean you could just Google you I guess. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> stop trying to spoil my uh my pitch here. Uh, five hundred five. We get to five hundred per month. We'll get to uh we'll both get cornrows and keep them in for an entire year. I've been growing on my hair. I'm serious about this. <laughs> this guy didn't even consult me on that, by the way. I know you. But I tell you what, if we get 500 bucks a month on the Patreon, yeah, I'll get some fucking cornrows. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew I had your consent for it. He didn't even have to ask. I'll tell you what, I'll do a flat top. You do the cornrows. A flat top? Yeah, I'll do a flat top. All right. You do a cornrows. We, get- like ni- we could be like a 90s hip hop group. All right, I'm getting the Kawhi Leonard, like peaked the scuff Kawhi Leonard <laughs> cornrows. You gotta go uh, find your next door neighbor, the little the little fourteen year old girl, go do your cornrows, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you, then, you pay her twenty bucks. If we ever, if we ever get here to where we get, maybe I'm getting a little greedy now. But when I'm asking God to bless us with the money to keep doing this, if we get five thousand dollars a month. It's a humble five thousand dollars a month, Dantes. <laughs> we'll quit our jobs and focus on this shit full time. <laughs> we'll focus on this full time. We get we get five thousand a month. I'll move in with Mark. <laughs> it won't even be necessary if we got five thousand. Oh my uh, lord, bro! We'll create extra premium content and extra free content. Shit. And another set of goals will be online. I'll tell you what, 50K a month, y'all don't even know what okay, I'm going to do. Now we're getting greedy. You don't even know what I'm going to do. You got to ask the devil for that. <laughs> we're just asking God and, and the, our godly folks. You got to ask the devil for that. All right, you godly folks out there, y'all heard it, man. So, you know, do, do the right. Mark and Rose. I feel like you look good in Cold Rose. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, what else I want to say? Uh,. But yeah, let's go. No, we need to do Mark. We need to get you a nice pair of well-fitting jeans. I don't think I've ever seen you in a nice pair of jeans. I used to wear jeans all the time. Yeah, but like some that's not the boot cuts though. You know what I'm saying? What's the boot cut? The big ones. No, I, I wore skinny jeans in school before. Like, you did. A, like a lot. Back when you had the Mohawk. No, it wasn't just the Mohawk days. It was all the days. I was always wearing skinny jeans. I don't know. They didn't look skinny on you, I guess. Hmm. They're pretty tight. They're, they were like semen killingly tight. <laughs> so were they tight or were they skinny jeans? They were skinny jeans. All right. We got to get you some slim straights again. Some what? what? Some slim straights or something again. Why? Because it'll be a look. I don't like it. I want. I, want, I think we, we, fashion I want to peaked do... in the early 2000s where everything was baggy and I want to wear Jinko jeans. Man, I saw somebody climbing in jeans shorts the other day. Cursed image. <laughs> Cause it's like the reason you will wear jeans is because they're like rough, they're nice and strong, they're not gonna rip or nothing, but they're kind of restrictive, right? But at least you got your legs covered up. And the reason you will wear shorts is because they're nice and loose and, and and cool, you know what I mean? This is what I. This is the ideal of fashion. <laughs> Man, you might as well rock some. Honestly, you should rock some bell bottoms. But jinkos are better. It's all bell everything. <laughs> oh man, yeah. It's jean shorts are so garish. Yeah. Like I think they've been normalized to a point, but 
Yeah, seeing anyone do anything athletic in jean shorts is just jarring. <laughs> like the fact that John Cena wrestled like twenty years in jean shorts is just <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> jean shorts, no shirt, bro. That's serious business attire. Uh, but uh, I was thinking the other day because I was re-listening to one episode. I was describing like stealing from the vending machine, and what I didn't even notice when I was retelling the story is that this was happening. This was one of the incidents where I was like hiding from the cops happened on January sixth. You know, the day that will be remembered in infamy, where everyone, all those people, stormed the Capitol. Like it was literally that January sixth, mm-hmm. and it's just funny. Like every every like apoc- so called apocalyptic moment for our very democratic democracy. Or, or also beautiful republic. <laughs> it's like it's juxtaposed, and like to me, it's just juxtaposed with me just being extremely desperate. Because I remember when George Floyd happened, all the protests were happening. Like the first wave, I had. So I you was trying to steal some chicken out of Walmart. So. Even worse, taking out payday loans to pay rent. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> so once again. How about y'all look at that patreon.com yeah. slash always very always. Yikes. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's like, yeah, all this all all these people going out here and wrecking the CNN headquarters. How about y'all just give a bro y'all all just give me five dollars? And um uh, I got a job like that week as well. Very stressful uh job. And I just I, I'm making a point right here. I'm never video editing uh as an employee or contractor ever again. It's prostitution. It's the wow. prostitution of my skills. Did this man just just uh I'm making, analogize to sex work? You I'm making a vow. You wouldn't. Never you couldn't. Never doing service work, never doing any of that. I'm getting paid. I'm getting paychecks bi monthly, paid in full. Does bi monthly mean twice a month? Whatever it means to say twice a month. Bi weekly. Bi weekly. And bisexually, I am, but I'm never contracting anymore. I'm never uh, prostituting out my my skills or my experience to do some. I'm not. Wait, I'm not doing no it, more. It might. It might be bi monthly because bi weekly is bi weekly would be twice a week. Then I don't fucking know. I get paid bi weekly. I think. I would look it up. Bi weekly. Just look it up for the people, man. Somebody else done produced or occurring every two weeks or twice. What it means both. It means every two weeks or twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to English, motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I remember I was on, I was a guest on a podcast. Wait, there's back. no way. Wait, let's let's rewind that one. God, I'm about to download this now. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm not gonna. I gotta sync it up, so I'm not gonna. It didn't count. It, it didn't count. Yeah, they didn't come. Okay, once again, like we were doing on our Patreon episode, we're still watching the, the NFC Championship game from 2011. And uh, it seemed like they muffed the punt. Yeah, his knee touched it. He did touch it. But it's, I, don't think, I don't think it's going to count. 49ers guy muffed the punt. And it seems that... Uh, no, he didn't touch it. Oh, yeah. I guess not. Yeah. I mean, he is looking pretty fucking hard. It would be wild if he touched it on accident. Ooh. Ah! Nightmare fuel. <laughs> he touched it, bro. No. <laughs> How to be the fuck up of the year? Ooh. Ah. No. They got him on the close up three. <laughs> D. That's thing I love about football. You can't do nothing hiding. You can't do nothing hiding. No. All right, y'all gonna have to check out the YouTube channel. Why did he try to pick it up once he realized he touched it? 
I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he just like I didn't touch it. I didn't touch it. <laughs> you thought it'd be better pretend. Even if you if you're even guessing yourself a half bit, bro, you just gotta dive on that shit. It's it's odd. Some pe- people who are like drilled. That's down. seven easy ones, bro. Yeah, easy ones. There, it's it's just shocking. Me. People who are drilled so heavily, practice so hard, they still have a flight or fight, flight response. It's like that's that's something you should expect to happen at any time. Number fifteen was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's mine. Number wor- fifteen said, nah, he touched that. <laughs> yeah, the worst thing that's gonna happen to me is that they call it back. So I might as well pick it up. This guy ran out of bounds, knocked somebody over. <laughs> <laughs> They just dust that guy. Oh god, dude. We got we gotta we can't be reacted to. No, bro, that is no. Oh, and then yeah, it rewinds it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta chop this this. <laughs> They're rewinding it, freezing it on the frame, it touches his kneecap. Yikes, dude. Alright. That was a good play by that guy though. Yeah. And uh what else who have we been talking about? Oh yeah, pinching. Yo, I ca- I called that that phenomenon. What I, yeah, what I do is pinching pennies during the apocalypse. I think I finally seen a, a sports thing that's analog- analogous to, uh, you know, being a real scrappy defender. Like they say about uh, NBA players, like yeah, he's a real scrappy on defense. That's the the equivalent is he makes heads up plays. That's the, that's the football equivalent. T.J. McConnell is scrappy on defense. Yeah. Uh, what's that dude name? Grayson Allen is scrappy. Scrappy on, on defense just means white, bro. Matthew Delvadova scrappy <laughs> as hell. Matthew Delvadova is scrappy on defense, bro. Who else? Steve Nash. Not my, he might not be the best defender, but scrappy. Scrappy on defense. So. <laughs> Dirk. He's <laughs> <laughs> a giant guy scrappy. <laughs> Dirk is the opposite, bro. Dirk is literally like uh, a fucking cone. Yeah. He's just a seven-foot cone. Way. Yeah, he's just a seven-foot cone on defense, which ironically makes him one of the better defenders in the NBA. Yeah. You just, as long as your body, you're that tall, you just got to stand in position and not mm-hmm. foul too much. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, that's one thing. Dirk does not foul. He, uh, what do you call it? He keeps his hands up and he's seven feet tall. Like, seven one, I think, at the, uh, he, he was. Yeah. So, uh, you know, standing in the paint with your hands up when you're literally fucking, uh, like your effective reach is like 10 feet, pretty useful, right? Crazy, bro. Yeah, I wanted to talk about uh, something. Today, I wanted to talk about model Americans because I was thinking about something. I had one of those moments where, like, I was walking and I was doing a rant in my head that's not going to be nearly as good when I do it here on the podcast. Um, but I was just thinking about what all these all these uh, ideals that people have, like, about, like, who or fuck, how do I word this? Basically, the only two real Americans in my head is Jesse Ventura and James Gandolfini. Don't know who either of the people are. So that's you know who Jesse Ventura is? Like Ventura, Ace, Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> what is it called? Uh, yeah, Ventura, Ace Ventura. It's not him. Jesse Ventura served in like the amphibious special forces during Vietnam. Why would I know that? Then he became a wrestler. Then he became a politician. He was governor, an independent uh, governor of Minnesota, I believe. Wow. Then he had a series of sh- he had a series of shows on True TV where he just went around and asked various uh, state bureaucrats, "Where are the documents? Where are the documents on 9/11?" And I'm like, this guy 
got a third eye way open. <laughs> then I think right now he's he's a contributor to Russia Today Television. He's yeah, he's a he's a. Uh, Man, con- Come on, man. You can't be reacting this hard to shit that people can't see. <laughs> but not most people just listen on the podcast. Oh, actually, the last episode got like 500 views on YouTube. It was, it was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> but any, yeah, people when they when Patrice O'Neill's in the title, people just I need I need the content. <laughs> I don't even care if he's dead. Hopefully, it's him. I still haven't seen one episode of the podcast. It's fine. I haven't gone on the. We have how many subscribers do we have? On the podcast, I think it's still three, even though we have over five hundred viewers. Like, like typically. Like, uh, only on three, we only have three subscribers total. What's like a typical episode? How many views? Like ten, five. On YouTube, I think it's like five, and that one just blew up. Nice. Uh, but anyways, yeah, J- Jesse Ventura is like. That's such a an awesome life. It's like you served, you thought you had, you thought like your country was worth dying for, so you served. You found out that it was bullshit, so you're like, hmm, let me investigate more into what they're doing because some of these things that they're saying and some of these things that are happening don't make sense because the 9-11 commission story don't add up to what actually happened. And then he goes and investigates. And then uh, I remember because everyone thinks like he's like a weird because that's not his only like conspiracy or or things that he looks into. But that's just like a, a flashpoint for me, because, you know, that's when my my only political opinion until I was 18 was that uh, 9-11 was an inside job um, because my mom showed me that Zeitgeist documentary. Wow. Um, so I, I saw this video the other day of Jim Norton. Degenerate pedophile, um, Jim Norton. Don't know who that is it's fine. You don't need to know who any of these people are. Is he actually a degenerate pedophile? Well, I mean, he went to Brazil and had sex with a 15-year-old. Yeah, so yes. A, a 15-year-old prostitute. So it's sex work. He's a hero, actually. <laughs> Jim Norton based? Okay. okay. All right. Um, anyways, they got in an argument because Jesse Ventura, like, he said that the story that the uh, Bush administration was saying was didn't match up like actual independent research from 9-11. And then Jim Norton got in like one of those those like limp dick patriotism fits. It was like, what are you talking about? The government was the basic uh, thrust of what he was saying. He was getting angry about that the United States government would never kill its own people. They certainly never lied to the public before. If I could lie to you for 100 years, what's killing you? What's killing you? That's the easy part, actually. (laughs) If I could lie to you every day, you believe it every day. That's harder to keep up than just fucking offering you. But I just thought that was so it was so frustrating to watch because it's like it's 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 a guy who's thinking for himself. And dedicated to like he wants justice, and then as a guy who just who just has it's like the two types of patriotism. It's the substantive versus uh, I just use the flag to jack myself off patriotism, mm-hmm. um, and I can get behind that because one is populist and the other one is just like yeah the government's fine. I mean I don't vote but the government's fine. <laughs> it's like I don't know the other. So Jesse, Would you ever be part of the government? no. 
what is there to, what is there to do? I don't, that's not my type of people. I wouldn't get along with them. I'm a rule breaker and a hard worker. That's like the two things you can't be if you work for the government. <laughs> what is your, um, what do you call it? In general, I'm just going to call something. That's a pretty uh, disparate like mess, match of traits, you know, being a rule breaker and a hard worker. You're better off being a goody two-shoes if you're going to be a hard worker. But sometimes you got to cut corners that don't need to exist if you want to get something done. In my honest onion, as my sister would say. Wow. <laughs> but, dude, uh, I lost my train of thought. That's fine. But Jesse Ventura is still alive out here today. And on the last thing I should yeah, what's say, now? like 10 years ago, he sued the uh, American sniper guy for lying about like his story. Or he lied about uh, confronting Jesse Ventura, so that that's something as well. He's all he always got a storyline going. Still got that wrestler in him. <laughs> you always, <laughs> always got to have at least one storyline going. Yeah. But yeah, Jesse Ventura rules, and I just think that he lived a life that's like dedicated to like justice, and what that what that sense of justice is uh, morphs as he grows as a human being. I think that's like the righteous path for like if you're like a more politically minded person like like the path of righteousness the path of like being happy and have a happy family life is the james gandolfini path where you're and i don't think you would want this and i don't think this really applies to you but he was also you know an actor like you and you know uh he had his like even though he played you know just tough tony soprano character before that though I ain't even played like tough character before, like in the movie True Romance. Gandolfini was in The Sopranos. Yeah, he was a soprano. He was a Tony Soprano. He was Tony Soprano. Yeah, he was the Tony Soprano. Oh, that's he was that guy. So I'm not talking about Tony Soprano. He's degenerate and hates himself. But James Gandolfini, he's wholesome and he hates himself, and he likes cocaine. Um, <laughs> so there, that's his cooler than Tony Soprano. Um, but he's cooler than Tony Soprano in that, like, it's you know, most of life is pretty basic. He like he's a successful actor type, but has a good family and he has like a little bit of anxiety and a little bit of confidence issues. Like, can he actually do this? And I feel like it's healthy for like uh actually do what act? Huh? Actually do what act? To be the character he's trying to get into. Oh, okay, okay. Because if you hear him like like you hear James Gandolfini talk, that's not Tony Soprano. That's just some fucking <laughs> just that's just some fucking guy. That's some fucking nerd. Um but yeah, he always like doubted himself or whatever. But he's always a family man. He always cared about his people. And the one thing, now that he's like, uh, in the past couple of years, the story about him getting mad at Harvey Weinstein and wanting to beat beat him up has become like, um, he's he's epic for that reason now. He's epic and woke now. Um, I don't care about that. But for for him being the one rational one, you don't get credit for that. Because yeah. if I was with Harvey, I would have, I would have show, I would. Gave him his own medicine if you catch my drift. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You would have Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein. No, I would have Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby, and I would have Harvey Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein. Why would I Bill Cosby? How are you gonna Harvey Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein? I'm going. Why I gotta be explicit? I can't be threatening to do Harvey Weinstein to people. Like I can't say explicitly. I go to jail for that. I'm just saying I would get his own medicine. Uh, anyways, but I just like the way he ended his life, the way his life ended really resonates with me because he was just with his wife, with his family in Italy. He was in Rome. He was, uh, you know, had like a nice day 
walking in Rome, had a nice big meal, wine, uh, whatever else Italian people eat, having just a nice little meal, and he just fucking dies of a heart attack in his hotel room that's overlooking like the Palatine Hill in Rome. And at the ripe age of 51, went out, big gut, hard dick. Yeah. Big gut, hard dick, can't lose. And I feel like that's sort of what we want. We want a nice, wholesome family. We have little, we have minor mental issues, but we can get over them by just persevering. And we always, and we're indulged. We're not afraid to indulge in life, even though, you know, it might shorten our lives. Longevity is overrated when you got good family, good times, and the family that a family that's never gonna. And a family that's never gonna forget you. Yeah. So you know, like a lot of people obsessed with longevity. It's like. You're such a longevity because all of the normal things that will live past you don't exist. You don't have kids that you like or don't have kids at all. You know, a family that you like in general. You just don't have the things that bounds a person you to like. You don't have any kind of accomplishments that to stand for your name. Yeah. You don't have something that bounds you to the moment. You just have, you're, something, you're just bound to the idea of living in your consciousness existing for a longer amount of time. So... Maybe we all don't want to die at 51. That might be bad for society. But I'm just saying, there's righteousness, and there's just having a good-ass time. That's what living is all about, is having a good-ass time. Living a good-ass time? I'm with that. I'm with that. So, yeah, there's also... Let me ask you this. Okay. What is your idea of a good-ass time? Um, to be hunting like, the ultimate like, game, mostly. What? Hunting the ultimate game. What is that? Like... Hiring like fifteen to twenty Sudanese kids and like putting them out into like a, a laser tag sort of situation. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you had that like prepared. Like that was clearly a thought sitting in your head before I asked the question. <laughs> so, anyways, Coney. Coney wasn't. Tony wasn't doing that. Stop being racist. You're just thinking of the only vaguely, the only Sudanese guy you could think of. Is he Sudanese actually? That I think mean, I think he is. The Sudanese. point was more in reference to the child soldiers, and you know. But he wasn't killing his the own. Way you're, you're, the way you're running a, a simulation military uh, exercise with <laughs> the same way he probably was. You don't think Tony would do that sort of thing? I think he certainly would have. Maybe. Maybe. Do you have an ideal occupation? No. So what are you going to do? I don't know, man. Right now I got a job in a mail room and maintaining printers. And the guy said there's chance for advancement with my skill set. So let's just see where that fucking goes. (laughs) Chance for advancement? What are you going to do? He said, like, there's, like, jobs where I could use more of my video editing and content creation skill. Yeah, no doubt. And I was like, okay. I mean, I don't, always are, actually. I just don't, I just really don't care. I just like having a job. I'm not passionate about. You like having a job, you like having money. I have money. But I just, like, I don't care. Because the only thing that I'm passionate about is making my YouTube videos, making my podcast. If I got, I don't, if my job had to be making somebody else's, that's hell. That's like, that's like, that's almost like if I, like, I, I'll say I have a wife and I really love my wife. Let's, let's pretend. Let's pretend. Let's pretend. Marshall Matters never picked up a pen. 
Um, <laughs> and I, it's like I have my wife, and I love her. And my job, though, I had to spend like a large chunk of my life with someone else's wife and being forced to treat her like she was mine. I don't want to. That's how I view video editing and content creation for other people. It's like I'm having sex with someone else's wife and I don't like it. <laughs> but what if she's hot? Most of them are not hot. No. And no one's hot in the way my wife is hot to me. Actually, nice, Mark. Actually, nice. I mean, me personally having sex with another man's wife—that's nowhere on my agenda. But life happens to you sometimes, you know. Yeah. Life happens to you, and then you have to happen to life. What are you trying to say here? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean by that? (laughs) All all I'm saying is. Life happens to you, and sometimes you got to do things, things you might not want to do, things you might not think you don't want to do until you do them. Then you realize, oh, I do want to do this. All right. All right. right. Well, I don't think, I think I've been there and done that with uh, doing it. That that all right had the same energy. uh, 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 Bro, somebody asked me the other day, you know, we will speak about Kanye briefly, they're like, like, yeah, so what do you think about the Kanye situation? I'm like, man, I feel the same way that Jay-Z did on uh, the story of OJ. Kanye, like, I love Hitler. I'm a Nazi. Okay. <laughs> <You know? laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know what to tell you, Kanye. Like, we can't even back you up no more, dude. I... Over the line, we can agree, right? Yeah. Let's leave it alone, man. Hey, let me plug you back in here. Some reason you're coming through quiet, even though you're talking to the thing. I'm not black. I'm OJ. Say that. Give me one more again. I'm not black. I'm OJ. One more time. I'm not black. I'm OJ. Okay, that's good. Your uh, line is okay, not okay. That's good. Um, I was gonna say though, the only thing I wanted to mention about Kanye is that I was watching the Gavin McGinnis interview of him, not the Alex Jones one, mm-hmm. and Kanye was like. You know, he Gavin asked. I didn't watch any of them for the record. Gavin asked, uh, "Okay, can you give us your opinions on Jews?" And and um, Kanye goes, "You know, all I'm trying to say is that I love everybody. I I love Hitler. I love I love my mom. I love the the person who did the last surgery on my mom. I just love everyone. I love Jews." And I'm like, "You fucking idiot! You're don't you even see in yourself that like." The reason you are so fucked up today is because that person killed your mom. Yeah. Like, I can understand. I would love Hitler before I would love the person who killed my mom. Yeah. That's, That's the Christian love, bro. That's the Christian ideal of love. And it's like that, that kind of love is what you're supposed to have for God. So, in turn, the Bible encourages you to show that love to the whole world and people in it. Even murderous, genocidal vicious people people who took your family members away from you too that's what the that's the love that is in oh that's the it. twist the last person who did the surgery was hitler dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah see i didn't know that we also gotta remember that this guy is just uh unmedicated. no 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 also stop saying it it's <laughs> stop saying it's it. not an excuse stop saying it because so many people in this country think hitler had swag 
think the Nazis had swag, and all Kanye cares about is aesthetics. That's why he likes Hitler. <laughs> yeah. That's not because he's bipolar. He didn't say he liked Hitler. He said he loved him. Loved him. Wanted to hug him. Wanted to kiss him. That's not what he meant by love. You and I both know what he meant by love, Hitler. What? You don't know? Oh, you think Kanye on that? That's us? No, that's us that's, not, that's literally the opposite of what I'm saying. Oh. Oh, you mean love and like... Uh, he loves all people, all humans. Mm-hmm. He loves Hitler the way God told him to in the Bible. Oh. Kanye West is a real Christian, and that's why it's so strange. But why say Hitler, though? Because he brought up Jews, so it was like a, a mental thing. You know what I mean? It's like a association. Thing. Okay. I guess I didn't take the, the interview that deep when I watched it. No one did, but they definitely heard the part where he said, I love Hitler. Like, I literally had never heard that quote in context. Clearly not the same as what people have been portraying it to be. Well, because they just asked him a question and just say, yeah, he just said that. There's not really, I think, yeah, people probably are taking it out of context. But in context, it's still, that's still, for your average person, that's still pretty mind-rattling. Especially in a Christian country where there are barely any real Christians. Wait, you know what I was going to say, by the way. Go ahead, yeah. We do have to acknowledge, can you wish... It's unmedicated by Stop! Stop! Stop the truth! Ow, the truth! I don't like it! It's the truth, bro. So is he having a manic episode? Yes, always. If he's not depressed and alone, he's having a manic episode. Oh, so he only comes out... I heard that theory before. Like He, he, has a, he makes sure he lines up the promotional campaign for his album with a manic episode. <laughs> I don't even think that's a theory. I think that he he is attempting to live his life in mania. Which, honestly, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> he is attempting to live his life in mania, but mania also mania is not just the good parts. Good in quotation marks. Mania is paranoia. Mania is intense anxiety. Mania is mistrust of others. That's fine. Mania is racing thoughts. Mania That's is fine. an inability to organize your speech. Like the mania impacts your speech and thoughts. That's fine. In a very culpable, scientifically rep- re- replicable way. Like how? And that's what we're seeing play out with Kanye and his grandiosity and his foolishness. How curse words are sentence enhancers. Mania is our life. They're thought enhancers. No. In my, yeah. It's scientifically proven. Like, all the scientific studies you're referring to, I'm referring to them, but I'm just changing the title of this thing. <laughs> they're thought enhancers? I wouldn't say they're thought enhancers. It's more like a, they're thought propagators or whatever. Thought fertilizers. Just, like, an abundance of thoughts in your head, good or bad. It's called racing thoughts. It's not called fine-tuned super thoughts. You know what I mean? That's the that's the popular um, phrase to describe this symptom. It's racing thoughts. We need to find Kanye uh, a woman to really, really like discipline him. Yeah, he needed less Kim Kardashian, more like uh, I don't know, Kourtney Kardashian or something. What? I don't know. That was just just grasping at straws here. I'm like, I don't, I don't know a woman on top. Maybe like Amber Rose. You know what? 
Are you not familiar with the fingers in the booty ass bitch thing? I'm not talking about all that. I'm talking. I'm not talking about sexual domination. I'm talking about someone who could be as. You know what? Let's get an actor, a very good actress who looks like Kanye's mom. So he could. We could if he's really crazy. If he's all really crazy in the air, like you saying, even though I think he's normal, I think he's a really regular guy. <laughs> He's not. Di- he's diagnosed. By if bullets. he's all crazy, like he, you he say, he was taking medicine for years before he stopped. Then now he's not been taking medicine for years. There's medicine, a- medicine. They feed us this poison to give us medicine for these. <laughs> 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 you get it out. <laughs> Kanye West was on his meds. No, Kanye, look, Mark. It's, There's Kanye. It's a timeline. It's brain bro. control. It's brain control. It's a timeline. There's Kanye West on his meds. Then there's Kanye West off his meds. Then there's the Taylor Swift incident. Then there's reclusive Kanye West. There's Kanye West off his meds. There's the Twitter fiasco. Then there's Kanye West on his meds. Then there's Kanye West off his meds. It's it's a there's a very clear through line. But you notice for his chaotic shenanigans. For one, it's a little bit of revisionist history. I'm I'm probably sure, but I can't correct you on that. But what is revisionist the, history? He was off his meds at when the he Grammys. was off his meds. That was the he acted with the most clarity, and isn't that what we want in life? Clarity, and no, and see and see the subject of the of the word there. Clear, don't we want clear in our life? But y'all want to make it murky. <laughs> y'all want to make it murky. <laughs> y'all want to make it abstract. Y'all trying to make it murky with these medicines. See. He trying to he trying to keep it real clear. He understand Kanye Republican. He won't keep it a book. I'm not one of these other Republicans. I don't really like Trump. I like Hitler, but Trump is the best thing we got. He's keeping it a buck. And I gotta respect no, that. That's dude, that's clarity. No, why why did Donald why was one of the reasons Kanye West said that he supported Donald Trump? Because he has dragon energy. Yes. Not because he likes his policies. Not because. Uh, Kanye West is a Republican. The closest thing he says is that Kanye West is against abortion because abortion is a part of the genocide of the black people, which is true. It's just not clear that, um, you know, being a Republican. I don't know if that's true. The science is still out on that. I'm not saying. The science is still out on whether or not black people are disproportionately affected by abortion. Yeah. they. That's the preliminary result of the fucking findings. You're just I'm waiting for the full thing to come okay. out. What percentage of the population is black people? 13. All right. What percentage of the population is non-black people? Eight, 86. 87. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just based off of those numbers, is there any reason that the 13%, the 13% should be anywhere near the total for the other 87%? So black people are the 100% of the people getting abortions? No, no, they're not 100%. What I'm saying is. Black people, I know for a fact, I don't I don't know the hard numbers, so I guess I shouldn't have taken this line of inquiry, but I know for a fact it is dispor- disproportionate to the, like, the, the abortions per capita, let's say. I can believe that they're disproportionate, maybe like 25%, but let's be real, the highest demographic of people getting abortions is poor are people. conservative housewives. That's not pop- And then they go, That's no, this is, how this, this is how it happened. This is how it happened, because I got a lot of white girlfriends, I mean, a lot of white girls who are my friend. I don't mess with these white bitches. I, I listen to Dr. Umar. I only fuck with black bitches. Only. Ebony. Anyways, I talk to a lot of, I got a lot of white Facebook friends. And they tell me that when they go to the uh, abortion clinic, they, they like, on the paperwork to hide it from their employer, from 
their husband, they say black and they make a black name. They do it under false information. So it just goes in the black pile. And, you know, stay woke. All right, give me a quick Google search. Google, Google this for me, Jamie. Which percent, what percentage of children aborted are black? How many? I know for a fact it's disproportionate. They have they weren't how they have a race. They didn't get assigned one at birth yet. Guy <laughs> 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 hey. Mark is just on a roll today. <laughs> Are black. Abortions by race. Let's see here. So thirty nine percent white, twenty five percent Hispanic, six percent Asian or Pacific Islander. Three percent other. So I don't really, I don't even really be seeing black over here. I don't even be seeing. Black. I don't even be, that. See, you don't even see. Twenty-eight percent, percent, literally more than double. I think it has to be thirty-three percent for it to be black genocide. Honestly, Mark, you see, you see what I'm saying? I mean, I, I remember uh, Kanye West speaking about it in, in one of his impassioned moments and about about how um. What per, what percentage more more black children are aborted than are born? I mean, what I don't know if that's true. I know that I heard Kanye West say it. I mean, I could believe that. My problem isn't the isn't the birth rate thing. It's saying that I think white women are out here getting more abortions than black women. That's all I'm saying. I'm racist. There's way way more white women than black women. That's the whole point, Mark. That's what I'm saying. They're fudging the numbers. But I could believe you in saying that there's more black babies getting aborted than there are black births. I could believe that. There's not more white babies getting aborted than there are white births. So, if you think about it in terms of the proportions, who is getting more abortions? You gotta say it in a way that I like. <laughs> you gotta. If you're gonna state the facts, you have to make them fit my narrative. <laughs> Which is white women stink. Oh, <laughs> that's my only political opinion. But, but I'm yeah. keeping it real. So, uh, U.S. abortion patients, income 75% poor or low income, religion 62% religiously affiliated, their family size, more than half people who get abortions already have one child. Uh, 60% of people who get abortions are in their 20s, 12% are teens, and 4% are minors. Okay. Yeah. So, this is by the gut maker incident. Gut Maker Institute, but you know the um, the, the the frenzied support for abortion. Kanye West, the fundamentalist Christian, because he might not be a conservative. I think Kanye West is a fundamentalist Christian, not necessarily a conservative. Because you know he's a he's a fundamentalist Christian, but he's still uh, decadent know, as hell. Yeah, he's still indulgent. He still like his Amber Rose. He still like his Kim Kardashian. You fat, he loves them fat cheeks. That's those what I'm saying. Surgery cheeks. That's what I'm saying. He like fucking the model that just bleeds her ass. Yeah, you know what? Kanye said it best, bro. If If I fuck this model and she just bleeds her asshole and I get bleached on my my t-shirt, then I'm I'm going to feel like like an asshole. asshole. Like, you know what I'm saying? Kanye said it best. That might be a dichotomy. Real conservative men are like breast guys. If you're an ass man, you're really a a hedonist decadent. Yeah, yeah. if you're an asshole man specifically, a bleached asshole man, that's a whole different category for you. For, not for me. For, for y'all. I, sir. <laughs> Hit him with the y'all, bro. 
I remember Josh, he would say that lyric all the time. Like, for the entire senior year, he would just say that, like, multiple times every class. Just say it out loud? Yes. Like if I fuck this model, she just bleached her asshole. And I get bleached on my t-shirt. t-shirt. I'm going to feel like, like an asshole. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. But anyways, that's my brief spiel on uh, Kanye. I feel like that's the kind of thing that's not ever worth saying out loud, though, because no one would ever really try to understand. They're just going to be piloted by their own thoughts instead of trying to form some. I forget. What was even the point you made? Kanye West has has unmedicated bipolar disorder okay. and has for years. He is living his life. See, you in coming on. That's why I didn't consider that even to be a point. Because okay, you gonna you going that's low hanging fruit. It's still fruit. No one's denying the fruitiness of the nature of the fruit. <laughs> but I'm just saying, come on, we gotta come up with some. Give me a slider. Give me a change up pitch. I'm tired of just getting the, the same. The basketball. change up pitch was Kanye West is not a conservative. Kanye West is a fundamentalist Christian, and as such, it is incompatible with the current liberal agenda. And that's why he preaches about the dragon energy of the hat, because his thoughts about conservatism and the dra- the hat with the dragon energy bro him wearing that hat and seeing how much attention and uh, vitriol it gives him he gets off to that that's that's a part of the mania yeah that's the lotion you don't even need lotion that night damn he almost got that <laughs> you react- stop <laughs> reacting they can't see it Martin. <laughs> it's funny to me it's like it's like that's like the old guy Reacting to a catch or a catch that didn't happen. What? Oh, he almost caught that. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what football is, bro. It's like, oh, he almost had it. Oh, he got it. Nice. He got it. Dang, he almost had yeah, it. Yeah, watching it like a dog. Literally. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. I think basketball is more like that than anything. Oh, I, I watched a hockey. I watched a couple hockey games the other uh, a while ago. Um, I gotta say, hockey. Hockey's pretty good. Hockey's pretty fun. It's pretty linear though. That's my issue with soccer and hockey. The one, at least basketball, they score in different ways. They only ever shoot the ball or shoot the puck one way in in uh, football or hockey. In the uh, so the one game I watched it was from early season. It was Avalanche versus Calgary Flames, and Avalanche coming out strong. They start I think two zero. Why would they name a hockey team the Flames? It's Canada. They got a whole different cultural references. I think like one of their founding stories. Is that like there was some great cleansing flame on top of Mount Royal, which uh, cleared the path. To, uh, it was like the shining light to the new land on the other side. Some like yeah. Anyway, the Calgary Flames they made a comeback though, and like at the they had you know the power play right. Mm-hmm. So one of their guys, it was like a it was like a five on four situation, and one of their guys in the penalty box, and um, so the the Avalanche they are the one with the man advantage. And they're just struggling this whole time to get the just the puck and the goal, but all their guys are all on one side of the of the of the hockey rink, all trying to just get this in for the whole two minutes. They're struggling for two minutes. The two minutes are up, and like as the clock is at one second left, Calgary Flames guy gets possession of the puck, goes to zero. Guy comes out the penalty box. He just goes straight to the other team's goal, gets the pass. And just does like it's like a touchdown pass into the goal, and it was oh. like, you know what I'm saying? Because like the guy, the guy who gets the puck is all the way on the left side of the rink. Yeah, the guy's coming out from the middle out of the penalty box, 
he catches it mid mid tried while he's coming out of the out inside the box and he goes straight <laughs> into the thing straight from being in the in the in the in in timeout he literally turned the, the man advantage on its head he he turned five on four into one on nothing yeah it's pretty cool because he like basically snuck up on him and he's like had a one on one with the goalie yeah and he won yeah nice and they they won the game five to three they should have anticipated that I think. If I had to predict that type of shit, you gotta blame the coach for it. The coach supposed to be telling them, "Hey guys, forget, don't forget." I don't know anything about There's hockey. A fella coming behind y'all soon. I don't know how hockey works, but I, I predict right now the Stanley Cup Final is gonna be the L.A. Golden Knights, the Las Vegas Golden Knights versus the Calgary Flames. You heard it here first, voiced. All right, a bold prediction. How are I mean, the Bruins doing? I don't think it's that bold. I think I think the Golden Knights are like twenty six and two. How are the Bruins doing? Bruins, let's see. Because I'm an actor and I played a character who is a Bruins fan. I'm Ooh, out. okay. They 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 could go for a 21 and four and one. Yeah, I'm a Bruins fan because uh, when I when I was an actor, my character was a Bruins fan, and I didn't have a hockey team. So like, since I became the character now, like as partial, yeah. you know, you get what I'm saying. Let's bomb Boston. Let's bomb Boston. Fuck Boston sports fans. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck Boston. They can lick my fucking nuts. I'm a Cubs fan too, and I was for the longest. You remember the, the Cubs had like the longest losing streak in sports, basically. And I was like, you know what? I'm a Cubs fan for that reason alone. I'm not gonna lie; it was a good strategy because eventually, when we got the dub, no one could say, mm, "You were very well." Nah, man, I've been a Cubs fan. I saw it coming, you know. Just like you're a Browns fan. Yeah, man. That season when they got Odell Beckham, it was like we win the Super Bowl. I really thought that. My dumbass. Man. Man, they thought Johnny Manziel was gonna change things. All he changed was our perception of how bad one athlete can be in their private life. He didn't even do nothing that bad. You're right. Aaron Hernandez is way better at that than him. Yeah. Aaron that's so weird. But whatever. It's something like something. Why did he kill the guy again? I think he like I don't even remember. It was some like gay love triangle stuff. Maybe that was just some me listening to like a right wing podcast. <laughs> You're a right wing podcast listener. That's news to me. It comes across. I mean, I do press not interested after a while, mm-hmm. but it comes across the the desk sometimes. It's like when yeah, you YouTube s- loves to recommend you Joe Rogan videos. I signed into um one of my channels and I clicked. I think the first video was. You know those those uh, long jumping, those female long jumpers? Yeah. People love those videos because they cheeks be out. You mean the vaulters or the long jumpers? The long jumpers. And, you know, it'd be like Spanish, you know, a uh, girl named Paella Smith is, is doing long jump. And the thumbnail just are just gigantic, perfect butt. And every, and they got like 6.7 views. And everyone, 6.7 million? 6.7 million views. And everyone in the comments, oh, I'm happy that all the men of culture have arrived. <laughs> and, uh, you know who Cindy McLaughlin is? No, I, I believe she set the world record at hundred meters, hundred ten meter hurdles, and a four hundred actually. Oh, but yeah, that was like the on my new account. Yeah. That was the first video that I watched. So all of my recommended was just 
Now it's just a uh, Final Fantasy 7 Tifa underwear mod, mini bra mod. Then you click on that because I'm interested. I like Final Fantasy 7. Um, <laughs> then you get then you're getting Japanese. I like Final Fantasy 7. <laughs> then you get Japanese uh, woman trying on clothes thing. You got Japanese woman taking. I ain't never going that far, daughter. It's just. Every time I sign in, I watch one more video. Oh, then, I see what you mean. So over time, like now. It becomes qu- quickly extremist. I'm sure, I'm going to show you right now. I'm going to show you right now. Go ahead. That's wild, man. Yeah, Sidney McLaughlin, obviously like, um, like any other Olympian, clearly genetically advantaged over all of her peers. Um, has been training very, very hard for years and years. I think her husband is like one of her coaches or something or whatever, but that's not important. Basically, she's like a one of one of a kind type prototypical person has been training for years, right? She sets the world record in, in the hurdles. Who does she think when she walks up to the stand, Mark? I instantly got flashed, bro. Her husband? God, man. G-O-D. I just want to give all the glory to God. He is the entire reason that I was able to do this. I had nothing to do with it. I literally was just being piloted by the Holy Ghost. Like, it turns out that the the way to run fast is you just let the spirit take over. And that's why I was able to beat all of these other lifelong Olympians because of that alone. The grace of God. I'm like, unattractive. Unattractive. My God. You're doing a lot. God. Okay, here we go. Look at this here. We got nip slip dress. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. Keep keep scrolling down what you see. There's no way we got nip slip videos on the YouTube homepage. With millions of views, by the way. Nip slip videos. This is a cool video. And that's a pretty cool one too. Beach volleyball. Oh, that's long jump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just literally exactly what you're just talking yeah. about. I didn't realize it would be that deliberate though. It's literally just her like spread out on the ground with the cheeks. Yep. My God is a horny God. He jerks from heaven above. And his nut drops upon my head. And I thank him for that rain. That absolves me from <laughs> that this rain. <laughs> I get it. The more Yeah. Something like that. We didn't even talk about half the things I want to talk about. Uh, Pick I, your favorite. Let's wrap it up. Uh, drinking and smoking being attention-seeking behavior. Skip. Skip, okay. I'm but, an uninhibited person, so I can't relate to the struggle of uh, you normies. What are you talking about? Well, the main reason a lot of people deal, do drugs is because um, it loosens them up for social situations. But, um, like, I don't get anxiety. I don't feel like um, people's perception of my behavior does not really affect my behavior. So there's no reason for me to do that. I, there's no upside to it for me on that regard. Whereas for most social drinkers, that's the whole reason why they drink socially. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like there's too many people obsessed over exchange value and not use value. The point of drinking is getting drunk. The point <laughs> of smoking is to get high. It's not to be cool. Do the thing to get the thing, not this other. I don't want to be perceived yeah, in it, or don't do it at all. That's or the way I perceive it, and that's the reason I don't. Yeah, do so it. don't do it at all because you don't value the use. Of I it. like. There's never a time where I'm like, yes, I wish I was drunk right now. I think even a lot of like heavy drinkers don't have that 
Yeah, alcoholics do like alcoholics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alcoholic, alcoholic behavior. Uh. <laughs> look at the, look at the score. Look at the down. Look at the throw he just went for. Alcoholic behavior, bro. But that's what made him win games sometimes. Yeah, that, that's the Joe Flacco method. You throw it downfield, and then you hope you get a pi at the end of the game. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, like I said, they can't see the game, but I will say this. Um, the Jim Harbaugh, John Harbaugh Super Bowl, that was the peak of the NFL for me. Really? The one was in the Superdome and the lights went out because our city is so shit? Yeah, it was really good stuff. The 109-yard uh, touchdown reception by Jacoby Jones set the NFL record. That was solid. Ray, oh, Ray Rice doing his thing. Yeah, Ray Rice was you know. really, really beating up that <laughs> D-line. So anyway, now that Mark's done with his uh, his 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 rather tasteless joke, the way he punched it in at that that <laughs> critical touchdown. Any final words for our listeners, Mark? He stomped out the naysayers that thought the 49ers were going to win. All right, guys, how often can we expect Mark to make a, a tasteless joke? <laughs> always beating, always, always, very always. I mean, brown is a shade of red, or red is a shade of brown, depending on how you look at it. I thought brown was like all colors mixed together. I don't think so. Is brown a shade of red? They're related to each other. No, don't be Googling on my phone. That That's off limits. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we just saw the YouTube, bro. What does the Google look like? Because that what does the search history look like? The YouTube that YouTube account isn't isn't indicative of what I look at. Yes, it is. I, I looked at about five. Yes, it is. You're I, I looked. <laughs> I looked about five, six videos, and YouTube is named. Oh, you're okay. this type of guy. No, those five, six videos are all <laughs> the same. No, but just, they were they not. were so close. They were so firmly in a degenerate category that you were getting nipslip videos <laughs> recommended to you. Whatever you was looking at the team of videos, the fucking long jump <laughs> They were so comfortably in the degenerate category, Mark, that you two said you were the kind of fella that needs that niche freak. That niche freak, bro. Only, that Japanese nip slip try on all but the they had millions of views. That's not that's not that's not me. That's YouTube thinking I'm a type of guy even though I only watch my four videos. All four of the videos he watched. Suggested that, bro. They were all indicative of that behavior. That's the whole point. But just want you to understand it. (laughs) I understand perfectly. Do you understand? I watch. (laughs) Do you understand? I watch. I watch dozens of videos every day, and that, and over the week, I watch probably hundreds. When when you have an inclination, you switch accounts. (laughs) <laughs> I upload different videos it's on that account. account. You're, like, you're, like, you're like, okay. That isn't my offshore account. They're like, okay, we can't start it off. We can't kick off this sesh by going on the hub or something. That's a little too intense for me. We're going to start off nice and light. I like Final Fantasy Seven. I never search any of this up. I, never, I like Final Fantasy Seven. I, I, never, <laughs> I never searched any of this up. Oh, my Lord, dude.